0: Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel, entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning: I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. hello everybody welcome to 2022 the first live stream of 2022 and if you're ready to learn how a little sneaky way the not self can throw you off track in your business and in your life you're going to want to stick around because what we're going to do is talk about how unhealthy expression of your definition can throw you off track in your business in your life and it's not all this doom and gloom of the open centers or the undefined centers We can also see unhealthy expression in the definition as well. And I know if you're in my community, you don't hold any doom and gloom around openness or definition, and yet it is something that I see very often in the online space when people are learning human design. It's this fear of, I'm going to be conditioned through my openness, I'm going to be conditioned through my a lot of people don't realize you can be conditioned through your gates and channels as well, not just the centers. And why it could be so sneaky to be conditioned through your definition? Because no one's really looking there. <laughs> so it's not necessarily the first place I look in someone's chart, but it is definitely something I keep in the back of my mind. If I have a client that is Mm, operating through shadow patterns, or they feel stuck, or certain self sabotaging patterns continue to arise. I do definitely have a look at the definition as well. Something I want to say is, and this is kind of above this call and a little bit more advanced, this is something I work on in my mastermind and one on one coaching with my clients. Based on your definition, will also determine where you're more likely to be conditioned in your body graph. So single definition versus split versus triple split, which is mine. That's my body graph right there versus a quad split. You are going to have different areas that are actually going to be kind of like the traps of the not self mind. So that's also something to keep in mind. However, we can still see, like I said, the sneaky not self, if you will show up in the definition now in human design. When it's showing up in definition, it's called the unhealthy state. When it's showing up in the openness, it's the not self, the shadow. But again, we can have that. And you can see it in Jinkies, right? You can see it in Jinkies. There's still the ability to be in the shadow, even though it's defined. So that is the same in human design. In fact, Richard Rudd developed Jinkies on the back of human design. He got permission from Ra Ruhu to create jinkies. So you're seeing that thread pulled through and that thread as well that's pulled through is the Chinese E-Ching. So of course, there's going to be a lot of similarities between the two, even if we're just looking simply at the fact that they are both grounded on the Chinese Yi All right. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's have a little bit of fun with the G-Center. We'll talk about the G-Center. This is my chart. This is not my official software. This is a software I use when I'm on my Mac because the official software doesn't actually work on the Mac. It's a whole thing. So I have backup software for my professional software if I am on my Mac. So if it looks a little different, that is why. This is my chart. I have a defined G-Center. My defined G-Center is connected to my sacral. So my identity, my direction is powered by a very strong motor, and that is my sacral. If you have a defined G-Center, we're just going to use this as an example, the G-Center. If you have a defined G-Center, you're able... Now it's potential, right? Nothing's for sure. You have the potential to be deeply connected to your identity, your direction in life and yourself, that love of self, love of humanity, love of the body, depending on your activations, each gate is going to have a different sense of love and what you're activated within. But you have that like deep sense of this is who I am. Now, if you're really, you know, maybe you've been in my world for a while to human design, maybe not, but you can probably start to see if you ask yourself powerful questions and where I'm going with this, where the unhealthy state can show up, right? Because you do have that deep sense of identity, self-direction, but it doesn't really necessarily have to be based on your destiny. It doesn't necessarily have to be based on your profile, right? Right your profiles, your public role, Mm, the costume, if you will, that you wear in this life to carry out your destiny, your destiny being your incarnation cross, of course. So if it's defined, you're going to have this like really strong connection. This is who I am. If it's undefined, you are going to amplify other people's identities and direction. That's what I always say. One of the most dangerous marketing slogans, if you will, for the undefined or open G center is just calibrate to me. Just use my direction. Use my identity. Use my filters. It's one of the most dangerous marketing uh, strategies for the undefined or open G-Center. Why? It keeps you there. Keeps you in the not self. It keeps you seeking. It keeps you seeking a set identity. It keeps you seeking a set direction. When if it's undefined, that's not who you be. (laughs) You amplify the identity and direction of those around you, which allows you to be Wildly wise on what it means to be anchored in your identity and what it means to be anchored into your true direction. You are meant to guide the definition. If you have an undefined G Center, open G Center, you are meant to guide those that have it defined to help them find their direction, to help them find their identity. Now, of course, you can't do that. And this is something we talk about in Business by Hero Design, something we'll be talking about in Iconic the Mastermind. If you're in the not South, you're not wise on that energy to be able to guide others, right? So if you are in the not self of the undefined G center and you're here to be wise on what it means to have a deep connection to identity and self, deep connection to um, your like direction in life, deep connection to your direction in life. If you are in the not self and you are absorbing other people's identities, you're going on other people's paths and not following your track in life, you're not going to be able to guide the definition. That's also where a lot of people block prosperity, block wealth and block growth in their business is they're in the not self of their openness. If you're in the not self of your openness, you can't be wise on it. And if you're not wise on it, you can't guide the definition, right? So the defined G center, even though you have that deep connection to identity and self, it can be in an unhealthy expression, so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. And I'll use myself as an example. I think this was in a training. I want to say I recorded a training for Iconic the Mastermind. And I was talking about this. So this is what prompted today's live stream with you guys. I, for most of my life, and I'm going to, I, hey, I'm the role model, six line, four six. going to use myself as an example on how this deep connection to my identity that actually didn't serve me and wasn't actually the true expression of me was something I was anchored into. So if you have a defined G-Center, we're just going to go with the G-Center here. It can show up in a healthy way by Having an identity that isn't actually the core of who you are or having an identity anchored in the shadow, right? That's where I start to weave gene keys in with my high-level clients. It's anchored in the shadow. It's anchored in an unhealthy expression. So most of my life, um, I had this identity in high school, beginning of university. I went to school for psychology of being this rebel. And I tend to still attract the rebels. I still refer to myself as a sacred rebel. However, earlier in life, it was a distorted rebel. I talk a lot about this with even the faces of the feminine, right? If you're like tapping into that wild woman energy, especially kind of a Lilith energy, it might be distorted in the beginning. It might be distorted where it's like, screw patriarchy, screw the world. I'm just going to do my own thing. Before it originally, anch- or it eventually anchors into the divine expression of the dark goddess, the divine expression of Lilith. You may go through this distortion first. You may go through this shadow first to get there. And that was my experience. The reality is, as a sixth line, the first 30 years of my life, trial and error, it's marked by trial and error. It's marked by trial and error without resiliency. The sixth line doesn't have the resiliency the third line has. So what ended up happening is I went through a lot of this trial and error in the beginning of my life, in my family, with relationships, with school. And that lack of resiliency of the sixth line led me to take on, right, here's the distortion of that defined G-Center. It led me to take on the identity of kind of this lone wolf. I don't need anyone. I'm a rebel. I'll do things my way. And it was a distorted version of it. And it led to more trial and error. It led to more bumping up till into life. It led to more heartbreak and more pain and more suffering. Really um, Richard Rudd talks a lot about unnecessary suffering when we're living those patterns, it led to more unnecessary suffering than was required because I had anchored into through that trial and error through the shadow anchored into that identity of lone wolf. I had anchored into that identity of, I don't need anyone and kind of that, again, that distorted rebel. And it's really interesting when you understand the mechanics, which I teach in the human design coaching Academy, my tribal circuitry is more subconscious. My, um, individuality, my identity is a lot more in my, in my conscious, my ability to consciously access it. So imagine how exhausting and how, mm, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but kind of beats you down, especially if you're a six line, right? If you have that unconscious desire to be part of a tribe, for example, through, and this is why there's so many layers to human design, that unconscious desire to be part of a tribe, but that really strong individuality in your chart and you're living through a distorted G center that can create a lot of pain, a lot of suffering that's unnecessary and not actually a part of your path. One of the most beautiful things I think Raw's ever said is, well, there's a lot. I love Raw. But he said, when you follow your strategy and authority and you live your design, it doesn't mean everything goes as planned. It doesn't mean life is perfect. It doesn't mean that it's just rainbows and butterflies. What it means is that everything that comes your way, you have the strength to deal with it because you're designed to deal with it. So everything that comes your way, you have the ability to access your strengths. Your strengths are your um, channels you have the ability to access those strengths to overcome. What ends up happening is when we live through the shadows, we live through distortions and we start bumping into life in a way we were never meant to. We don't have that resiliency. We don't, we can't actually access the strengths we do have to overcome, which again, leads to more suffering, leads to more pain, leads to more trial and error. And especially in business, it can lead to business taking longer than it needs to take to take off business and wealth being more difficult than, you know, in your heart, it was meant to be. So for most of my life, so this is my chart here for most of my life, I had held that identity of the kind of rebel without a cause, if you will, right. Is the difference between being rebel without a cause and being the sacred rebel. So I had this rebel without a cause and when we were when I was going through my journey, sorry, I need to learn how to turn off the notifications on my Mac when my email notifications that never stops, it pulls me off track. Um, when I started learning human design and I started going into my experiment, I started studying over a year before I ever told anyone I didn't tell, I shocked the shit out of my mentor at the time we were building a fitness website. And I said one day on a mastermind call, I said, actually, what I've been learning behind the scenes is this thing called human design. And this was before it was really cool in the online space. No one really knew what it was. And I said, I'm just stepping out as a human design expert. So as I was studying and going through the experiment and integration and embodiment on my own for my own journey first, what I realized was a lot of the identities I had picked up weren't actually mine. I had been given permission slips from people things, experiences outside myself that I had taken on as my identity. And I needed, and I say this to my clients all the time, I needed to give myself the permission slip to be me. I needed to give myself the permission slip to release everything that no longer served. I've defined splenic center. So something with the defined splenic centers, you know when to release things that no longer serve. I need to give myself that ability and that permission slip to release identities that have become, because it's a defined G-Center, so much a part of who I thought I was that I didn't see anything wrong with it. Very often, it's easier to identify the not-self in the open centers because it's inconsistent. Right? So I had a one of the biggest things. I had a client and one of the calls her coaching calls, she said, can my husband join me so he can learn a little bit more about this? I said, absolutely. So he jumps on the call. She had an undefined G-Center. He goes, she makes so much more sense now. I used to always ask her, why are you someone different depending on who you're around? And I used to think that she was just trying to fit in and trying to be like them. And all along it was that undefined G-Center was exactly who she was meant to be, reflecting, amplifying the identity of those she's around. Here's the difference. I was that distorted rebel, that lone wolf, that rebel without a cause, no matter who I was around. Let me know if this makes sense and helps show you that you can still be in the not self in the definition. So I was that same person, no matter who I was around, I was still a distorted rebel. I still a rebel without a cause. And it felt so real because it was the same all the time that even when I started my journey with human design, it didn't feel like there's something to fix there. I was like, this is just who I am. Until I started asking myself powerful questions and realized that actually isn't who I was. Sure, there's always going to be that rebel aspect. I call it the sacred rebel. But I was rejecting so much of my design. I was rejecting my incarnation cross, which is a right angle cross as service. I was rejecting my life's work theme and jinkies, which is the server. And therefore I was making my life so much more difficult than it needed to be. And because I was operating through the unhealthy state of the defined G center, I didn't have the, the activations within my chart to support me when I hit the obstacles in life, because we're all going to hit, obstacles. I have 52. It's stillness in the face of obstacles. We're all going to hit obstacles. Following your design doesn't mean that all of a sudden now every launch you have is going to be six figures. It doesn't mean that now you're just going to continuously always understand your partner and never have disagreements. That's not what it promises. It promises that when you follow your design, you have the strengths to deal with the limitations and obstacles life brings you. Because it's actually, and if we look at gene keys, your pathway of challenge, which is what I'm teaching in the golden path this month, my low cost monthly membership, you're going to have challenge. And it's a challenge that grows you. It's a challenge that expands you. It's a challenge that allows you to evolve, to step into your life's work. So doing this work isn't a guarantee that everything's sunshine and rainbows and butterflies afterwards, (laughs) but it's a guarantee that when you ask yourself powerful questions, And you start to pull back the layers of the not self, the layers of permission slips that other people have given you that no longer serve. You can finally come back to who you were always meant to be before the world told you who you should be. That's the power that lies within human design. So when I started pulling back these layers and I started really contemplating my life's work, contemplating my sequences and gene keys, and really facing the fact that every thing I thought I was, wasn't who I was, <laughs> wasn't who i be. That is when my business blew up because I was actually allowing myself to be me. And that's also when strategy actually started to work. I started out in the world where it was strategy first. It wasn't really much talk of energy back in those days, And the strategy worlds, although more people are starting to fuse them, but it was strategy first, just go off and do the strategy, apply the strategy. But what I say is it's pulling back the layers. It's coming back to who you be, giving yourself the permission slip to be who you be, to align not just your openness with the true expression of your wisdom. We go to school in life through your openness, through your open G or sorry, through your open centers, your open gates, your open channels. That's where you go to school in life. So allowing yourself and giving yourself that permission slip to anchor into who you be through the definition that's defined, that's who you are, and use your wisdom to guide others. That is the core of your unfair advantage. That is the core of scaling your business and actually getting strategy to work for you instead of you working for the strategy or you working for your business. However, to get to that place, we must challenge everything we know to be true. And part of that challenging everything we know to be true is challenging the definition as well. Because what I often hear, especially from someone that has a defined G-Center, and I know because I was there, right, is, well, that's just who I am. That's just my identity. And when I challenge them that even though they have a defined G-Center, that may not actually be who they be. everything opens up in their business. Everything opens up in their relationships. Everything shifts and it allows that space between particles so miracles can happen. It allows the shift in perception. Of course, in Miracles says a miracle is simply a shift in perception to happen so that miracles can happen for you. A shift in perception so that you can actually see that which the world is bringing you to respond to. For example, if you're a generator. So that's my chart. The shift in perception, which allows a miracle of actually hearing, seeing, and receiving the invitations that will completely change your business and life if you're a projector. The shift in perception that allows the miracle of actually getting the inspiration that is soul level inspiration as a manifester not ego inspiration. What you think is expi- uh, expiring. Hopefully you're not self is expiring in 2022. <laughs> That you think is an inspiration. I I see so many manifestors come into my business and they're like, this is what inspires me. And when you pull back the layers, it has nothing to do with their life's work, their design, who they be, and everything to do with what the ego thinks that is inspiring based on what the ego and the conditioning has picked up. When you have that shift in perception, which allows space to receive miracles, it will initiate you into your process as a reflector. Reflector's process does not begin with a decision. It's not a 28-day emotional authority. It's an emotional event that captures their attention and initiates them into their process. But it's that space between particles and that willingness to see things differently, including if you have a defined G-Center, your very core identities that allow those miracles to happen and allow you to begin living your design. This is why I don't teach vision boards or traditional manifestation Because it's a bunch of bullshit. Richard Rudd says, how do you even know what's best for you? We don't. And it's not that you can't have these big, audacious, beautiful goals. It's leaving space for miracles. It's leaving space for you to respond to something that you would have never guessed would be the direction you would go. Me studying OC16 at the official schools with human design was not even in my cards. It was, if someone would have asked me the direction I would go working with organizations and corporations would have been a hard no. And actually it was a hard no. Even the day I signed up, it was a hard no from the ego. It was a hard no from who I thought I'd be, but it was a yes for my sake, girl. And I don't know what the next step's going to be. I don't know the identity it's going to unveil. I don't know the direction it's going to unveil, right? Even though I have a defined G-Center. But I am open to receiving those next steps. I'm open to being guided. I'm opening myself up constantly to shifts and perceptions that leave space for miracles and leave space for my sacral to do the job it's meant to do. And guide me on, you know, this track I have, my sacred geometry in life. So, we're just using the sacral, or sorry, the G center as an example today on where we can have that unhealthy expression. But what I challenge you to do today is no matter if you have your G center defined or undefined, is question everything you know to be true, including your most core identities that you hold closest to your heart. That's just who I am. That's just how it is. Because as soon as you start to shift your perception, Miracles will start to happen for you. I can promise you that. What ends up happening, it's not that I'm inherently against vision boards or traditional manifestation or anything. That's it's not that I'm inherently against that. I think they're beautiful tools when you're more anchored into strategy and authority because it's very easy, especially new to the experiment, to be like, this is what I want and this is what it's going to look like, and be damn anything else that doesn't look like this. On my vision board, I had um, going through the levels at the International Human Design School. And here I am going through the levels at BG5. I would have never put that on a vision board. And BG5 is still technically the official schools, but I wanted to go the spiritual awakening path, not the business path within it. So again, it's not that those tools are negative or I'm trashing anyone that t- teaches manifestation or trashing anyone that teaches vision boards. It, the difference is, is it closing your perception or expanding your perception? Very often it's closing our perception. We're becoming more particle than wave. We're deciding how it has to be, should be, or needs to be based on our not self conditioning. And then we wonder why we're still trapped in cycles of self-sabotage. We're still still Trapped in cycles of the not self, and we're not getting any further ahead. And it's because that is a byproduct of the shadow world. That is a byproduct of the not self world. So we can use it as a tool for expansion as long as we're still being open for miracles. And that's really why I don't teach that, because very often it's being created from the not self world. And Ross said something so powerful. He said, You're living your design no matter what, right? It's not like aligned to your design or anything. You're always aligned to your design. You literally are always aligned to your design. The difference is, are you living the not self world of it, the not self-expression through the shadows, or are you living the embodiment of it? And you can still have success going through the not self world and the shadow world, but it's going to feel like you're going upstream. Things are going to feel more difficult than you know they're meant to be. Things will take longer than you know in your heart and soul they're meant to be. Wealth and prosperity in your business will be harder to create because you're going upstream. You're going against nature. And really what human design and Gene Keys are bringing us back to is working within our nature, which is an extension of the cosmos, which is an extension of Gaia, which is an extension of all that is. So anyway, I'm going to leave you guys at that. Am I missing a call? I meant to be on today's Back to Back. <laughs> what day is it today anyway? Oh no, we're good. (laughs) I'll leave you guys at that. I mean, even if you don't have a defined G center, there's so many goal nuggets you can take away today. And the major goal nugget, especially at the start of a year, this is officially, you know, my first day of work in the new year, if you will, which on another note, it's not the rave new year. So it's actually technically not the new year. That's maybe a live for tomorrow. We'll see. But I challenge you today to question everything you know to be true, to have the shift in perception that allows the miracles to happen, to have the shift in perception that allows you to receive that which you're actually meant to respond to from your inner authority, not from the mind. And that's where a lot of people get off track as well they're still making decisions from the mind, thinking it's their inner authority. This isn't human design jinkies are not a path of the mind it's getting in tune with the body. And if you're just taking it here of, okay, I'm going to take these notes. And and now that I know that now I'm living it, that can be one of the most dangerous assumptions as you go into your human design journey. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me today. That's what I, now I know what I am supposed to be doing at noon. (laughs) Nothing to do with the business, nothing to do with the business. All right, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Um, Make sure to check out the HD CEO Psyche podcast. There's a lot of extra content on there. It's available on all platforms, and you can hang out with me over on Instagram, where there's extra content over there as well. I am Ashley Brianna Eve. And if you're called to dive deep into your design and you're like, okay, this is something I need to master. I do have spots left in Iconic, and this is all about fusing the energy first with the strategy that feels good based on your design to create five-figure-plus months that are sustainable, number one most important, sustainable and scalable in your soul-aligned business. And it's a badass group we have already, so you can reach out, DM me, or go to Eve.com to learn more about Iconic. All right, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.